Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome, Dan Bach here, Roto Grinders, Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. It's a Thursday, it's a short hoops slate for you, but I'm here nonetheless to help you kind of get set up for it and uh, give you my thoughts on the slate here early on this Thursday morning. Hope all is well in your world. Thanks so much to Fantasy Draft, they have uh, stepped forward and been a tremendous sponsor here, and I hope you go over there and give them a little bit of a, a look here. Make that deposit. I think you'll like the flexibility that they have in their setup over on Fantasy Draft. And uh, big props out to uh, Grant, Grant Niefer here at RG, doing pretty well in that March Mayhem Contest leaderboard. He is uh, he's definitely a Fantasy Draft guy, and uh, he's he's kicking butt right now in that. So uh, good luck to him moving forward on that. And again, if you want to pay it, forward in terms of uh you know giving back to the podcast the best thing you can do is make that deposit and give fantasy draft a look here today uh like i mentioned the opening not a big slate today i think we only have uh what five games on this one so uh it shouldn't be too long of a show to go through just had a little bit of industry news drop this morning looks like FanDuel kind of on a brink of it's not really an ipo i think it's called like a reverse uh, uh, a reverse kind of takeover type deal where basically a it's a way for a public company or a private company to go public without th- going through all those steps of an IPO and uh, kind of allows them to raise capital uh, in a, a different fashion. So it's not like an exit strategy. Like typically when you hear these companies IPO, you've got the founders making hundreds of millions of dollars. That's not what this uh, appears to be, uh, but also looks like it might be an opportunity for uh, FanDuel to get the capital, which it seems like they must need at this point in time. So we'll keep our eye on that. Probably not going to change too much here in the short term. I've talked about uh, a lot of the changes we've seen from that site over the last six months, certainly from a gameplay standpoint, and I've been pretty impressed with it. So We'll see if this uh, just gives them a little bit more in their coffers to uh, to keep FanDuel not only going, but you know growing. And we know that there's uh, certainly a huge opportunity not too far down the road that, uh, you know, with sports betting, that a site like FanDuel could very well capitalize on with the number of uh, customers that they do have. So uh, we'll sit back and see, uh, but just thought I'd make a little bit of reference to that, but uh, all right, we've got uh, NBA. Let's get into it for tonight. You know how I go. I go position by position and kind of break down where I'm looking to play certain players 
in my lineups. And we'll start at the point guard spot. And uh, anytime Russell Westbrook's playing Phoenix, who is just terrible at defending the point guard spot, I think you try to jam them in. Uh, this isn't a slate where there's a ton of like high-dollar guys you have to have. Yes, we've got Curry, Durant. Um, but right now, Golden State, it's just it's too tough to figure out who it's going to be on a given night that I just don't think they make great payups. Embiid here today uh, going against Whiteside, not a guy that you have to get in your lineup. So I think I'm going to find a way to get uh, Westbrook in. This is a team that's actually really struggling to even make the playoffs with some of the teams who've been play playing really well this second half of the year. Uh, so, uh, I think that Westbrook 12 K on, on FanDuel, uh, he's going to make my lineup over there. Uh, we've got 11, eight on DraftKings. The 22, three on fantasy draft is a real monster of a number. Uh, but if you can find some value today, I'd, I'd suggest trying to get them in. Uh, now in terms of, uh, you know, point guard two for us today, number of places we can look. We've got a 228 total in the Phoenix OKC side, so looking on the opposite end of the spectrum to Alfred Payton, I don't think is the worst idea. Defensively, that team's not very bad against point guards, but uh, you did have Alf go for an 18-10-8 game, a 51-burger two games ago against OKC, and Phoenix seems very committed to playing these uh, these guys that they view as you know potential cornerstones down the down the line. Now I think that Peyton's a free agent after this year, but I think they're probably going to try and do their best to keep him uh, re-signed out there. I'd be surprised if they let him walk. Uh, but thirteen five on fantasy draft again seventy five hundred DraftKings seventy three on FanDuel. Uh, certainly a guy that I I've got my eyes on right now. My mock build uh, I made he was. Actually, in it, and then I had to pivot because I couldn't get the rest of the guys I wanted. So, uh, not a must play, at least for me at 10:30 as of this morning. But a guy that I've uh, I've got my eye on for certain. Um, but some other guys that I, I definitely do like today. Uh, I don't have a, a problem with like Kemba Walker here against Brooklyn. Uh, last game was kind of a dud, so maybe some people will come off of him. But man, the salary jumped big time. DraftKings, he was at 7,600 against Philly. Now he's 87 tonight. Uh, fantasy draft was 13.8 up to 15.2, and FanDuel uh, went from 81 up to 9K. Uh, now he was really playing exceptionally well before that last game versus Philly. Uh, but I don't think a lot of people are going to go there. I think he's an interesting tournament option for sure tonight. Uh, San Antonio, they get a great tempo up game versus Golden State, but you know between Mills and Murray, it's just too much of a pain to figure out, so I'm pretty much off of those guys. Kyrie Irvin said he is going to play today. 8,500 8, on FanDuel. I don't know if I'm... Super excited about that. I mean, uh, he did have a, a stretch there. He went for 60, 40, and 50. I do like. And going against Jeff Teague, that's a really plus matchup. I definitely am not playing him in cash games today. But in GPPs, you could make the argument in terms of low ownership that that you know he's a, a guy who's in play. The guys that I'm kind of looking at today, uh, I think Teague is intriguing somewhat against Boston. Now, I know you've got that really good DVP um, in play here. And that is scary. There's no question about it. But Teague has been rock solid here with Jimmy Butler out of the lineup. And uh, I think that probably continues today. You look at these, you know, field goal attempts, uh, 15, 14, 14, 17, 14. A guy, you know, has the ball in his hands an absolute ton. Nice 33% usage last game. 
I don't hate him today. The matchup's going to scare people off, but the total at 214 is not is not too bad. So I don't I don't hate him tonight. I think you can make a, a, a an interesting argument to punt with maybe a guy like TJ McConnell today uh, at 3800 on FanDuel, 3500 on DraftKings, and under 7K on Fantasy Draft. I feel like we know we're going to get in the mid 20s for him in terms of minutes, and the question is. Do we get a single-digit fantasy game, or do we get a game in the 20s? If he's in the 20s, uh, we'll take it all day long. And uh, But obviously, if he's in the single digits, you're probably not going to be winning any tournaments if that's the case. So I think that reserves them for the high-variant games, um, the GPPs out there. I mean, this is a game against Miami on the road, slower-tempo you know, matchup, but there is a lack of value that we have on this slate. So I think he is playable to get you some of the other guys that you might be looking for. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie is at, looks like a, uh, I don't want to say a career low, but, you know, certainly one of the lowest prices we've seen in months for him at 6K over on DraftKings. Now, obviously, his role has changed a, a lot since this team has gotten healthy with Russell and Lavert and Rondé House Jefferson. So, uh, it's probably going to keep me off of him. He's still probably like a 5K guy at this point in time. So uh, I like Peyton. I like Westbrook. I think you can make a case for Teague and McConnell. Probably my punt option there today. All right, moving on to shooting guard. And, uh, you know, we've got to Devin Booker, 8,200 over on FanDuel. Uh, it's... It's not a bad price, really, all things considered. He's actually 700 cheaper on FanDuel and DraftKings. That's not something that we see uh, particularly all that often. And uh, 16-2 over on Fantasy Draft tonight. Uh, just, you know, volume shooter, over 20 shots now. And 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of his last 8 games. You know, a super high floor. If you're playing on FanDuel, I think you have to play him. For sure tonight. You do risk some blowout here with this game being in OKC, but they're going to give him a full allotment of run. Where you go in that other spot, um, you know, there's there's not a lot to choose from at shooting guard here today. I don't really trust Jamal Crawford. I think he's actually in my current lineup that I've got that is somewhat stars and scrubby. Um, and I think that's kind of where I landed. He was like last guy in that lineup for me today. Not in love with it, uh, but I think that makes that's what's making this you know shooting guard spot so tough today. Wiggins not overpriced, but tough matchup and very little upside here uh, at 6,400. So it makes it tough to pull the trigger on him. Russell for the reasons that Dinwiddie has kind of been, um, uh, you know, a dangerous play. The same kind of applies to him. Now, admittedly, he's been over 40 fantasy points two of the last four games. Had a 36 mixed in there. And shots definitely trending in the right direction. I think on DK, you get him at 6,700. I really can can stomach that salary. 12-4 in fantasy draft, I can handle that one. 74 on FanDuel, I'm not quite as comfortable going there. Uh, J.J. Redick versus Dwayne Wade. Wade has suddenly been playing much better here the last couple of games. Certainly seems way more focused now up in, uh, or down in Miami than he was up in Cleveland. You're still talking about a guy who's, limited in his minutes, but playing with a lot of confidence right now. Kind of big game here against Philadelphia. I don't have him in my lineup, but I kind of get it. I think he's got bigger upside than a guy like J.J. Redick, but I think probably Redick has 
a little bit higher floor. I think he's, you know, we can expect him to get to 25 today, uh, but probably not to exceed much more than like 30. So uh, where Wade, on the other hand, can get to the 30s, but could maybe put up like 12 or 15 if the shots aren't falling for him. Um, and then, you know, you move down a little bit. Uh, with Wade back, it kind of takes me off of Jalen Brown here today. We played, or not Wade, with uh, Kyrie back. It takes me off of him. Uh, Karis LeVert, I don't hate it. I mean, he's not going to play you over 30 minutes, but does he need to? Uh, at 4,800 on DraftKings, does have some upside at that price point. I don't think he's going to crack my FanDuel build, though, uh, today. And J.J. Redick, eh, or excuse me, I mean, Clay Thompson, you know, 6,100 on DraftKings. His number is finally kind of dropping. I don't hate him when we can get him at that price point. You don't love the matchup here versus San Antonio. Uh, but last game versus the Spurs, he did go 10 for 14, shooting the basketball, 5 of 6 from three-point range. So not a bad shooting day, uh, that last game versus the Spurs this season. Let me see if he's only played them once. Uh... And game logs are getting long here. And had 37 that first matchup versus San Antonio. So pretty good so far this year. I think that 6,100 number on DraftKings uh, and maybe 65 on FanDuel, not unplayable. I, I'd say greater upside than, than you know, maybe Andrew Wiggins today um, just because we know that he can get hot. But Wiggins, tough matchup there versus Boston. Okay, moving on to small forward here. And, you know, this is a spot where we could, you know, easily – go up and get Paul George tonight. Um, probably not the path for me. I think I'm likely landing on a couple of guys here. Bielitsa, number one, uh, I think is price per dollar, the guy to roll to because he's just played so many minutes here. I don't think that's going to change in this matchup versus Boston. And he's still just too cheap at 5,300 on FanDuel. DraftKings 52, Fantasy Draft 99. Uh, so I, I like Bielitsa. I'll probably have him in a lineup today. TJ Warren, just a minutes monster, which we love. And, uh, you know, I'm not scared off. Two of the last three have gone for 29 and 26. But, you know, the other games around that 40, 38, 32, 42, another guy that I feel pretty good about here tonight. So don't mind him one bit. Your paydowns, though, there are a couple of other options to go to here. And I think that's why I'm kind of not interested too much in Durant and in. Uh, Paul George because you've got Jason Tatum who is just too cheap at 47 but again I think he's either hit a rookie wall or they're kind of changed his uh, you know his role somewhat and at 4700 that's just really too cheap of a price tag we've got Justice Winslow getting a huge uptick in minutes here lately 38 31 in each of the last two and on DraftKings, you can get him at 4,500, 8,800 on Fantasy Draft. 5K is not unplayable there on, uh, on on FanDuel here tonight as well. And then Robert Covington, um, finally maybe coming into his own, I don't know, here. You know, was great last season and got paid a bunch of money and has been down. But three of the last four, over 30 fantasy points. The minutes are kind of on point and usually does enough in like steals blocks category to make it. And that's what we've seen here, you know, two blocks, two steals in each of the last two games, uh, which again, when you go two and two, that doesn't bother me. It's when you have like the five and O's or something like that, where you're just completely have an outlier, but he's always been pretty efficient in that, um, in that, 
category. So I don't mind him 55-56 in then fantasy draft 11-5 here tonight. Okay, next we go to power forward here. And uh, a spot that I am paying up just because I'm not in love with my other options here. And that's why, you know, Ben Simmons against Miami, 209 total. Not my favorite spot per se, you'd think, on the slate. Now, I think on DraftKings, you get him at 8K, a little bit better number there. But I feel like there's a lot of safety here. He's gone 40 fantasy points in four of his last six games. Um, last time against Miami, wasn't so hot. Only 27 fantasy points in that matchup. But did have a 58 in the game before then. So a uh, guy who's you know definitely figured out what his role is going to be. Fills up the categories. Doesn't need to score. And uh, again, on DraftKings, I think he's a cash game play there. But I've got him in my one lineup I built on FanDuel today as well just for the whole lineup scarcity and on fantasy draft at under 15k uh, attractive price there so I like him better than anybody else at this position you can maybe make an argument for Aldridge um, didn't play great you know the last two games I think that's going to drive ownership off uh, but you know should be able to give you a pretty decent performance here against Golden State uh, 36 DraftKings points the last time they played and a little bit earlier this season, uh, went for 49 DraftKings points. So I, I think he's viable in tournaments, but at that $8,200 number, I, I think I'd rather go up to Ben Simmons for 600 more over there on FanDuel. And what is it? 300 more over on DraftKings for Simmons. Uh, so I feel a little bit better about him. Where are we taking our, our next guy? I mean, I've got Dragon Bender in a lineup right now, and I don't feel good about it. But he's 3,900, and he's definitely playing a ton of minutes. There's no value really to be had on this slate. So, you know, if you want a guy like Simmons, you're going to have to pay the piper somewhere. And for me, it's hoping I can get another 36 minutes from him and get me 25 fantasy points. Big ask, I know, but... Uh, he's a guy that I'm looking at. You could go up a little bit more to Frank Kaminsky or um, hover around there for uh, Marvin Williams as well at 4,100 against Brooklyn. The game total is okay, you know, in, in both those games, what, two, uh, 217 there. Uh, Marcus Morris, another option for us against Minnesota uh, at 4,900. But I don't feel great about any of these guys. Now, I did neglect to talk a little bit about Draymond Green. You get safety there in Draymond Green here today. He should be fine against San Antonio, but uh, only one game over the last one, two, three, four, five, six games, one out of the last six over 40 fantasy points. I think I want that, and uh, I'm not getting it. DraftKings at 7,300, a little bit cheaper there. I think you can make the argument. And then maybe I look to Melo here. You know, if there's ever a spot for him to score, it should be against a team like Phoenix. If he gave us 30 fantasy points like he did against Houston a couple nights ago on DraftKings, he'll kind of take it for that 6K number. Um, and he's going to get shots up, but that's probably all he's going to do. I'm not recommending Melo, but I'm not writing him off. I'm not Xing him out. So, uh, tough position. Uh, Kelly Olenek's been good the last few games here against Philly. I don't know, but 4,600. Some people will probably go there, but uh, I don't think I will be one of them. Instead, at center... I think Hassan Whiteside is my target today. Coming off a pretty good game there against uh, Embiid the last time they faced off. Didn't get many minutes there against Washington. That was a third and four. That was a back-to-back. -back. So uh, I'll give him an excuse there in that matchup. But uh, hopefully here against Philadelphia, he's going to be on the floor 
uh, over 30 minutes. Uh, last time he played over 30 minutes was against this team and you know matches up against Embiid pretty well. So uh, I see him at 7K on FanDuel in particular being too cheap of a price tag on him. DraftKings at 76, Fantasy Draft at 13.9. Not as enthused as paying that number on him, but um, on FanDuel, Whiteside's the go-to guy. I think you can, you know, maybe look to Steven Adams on DraftKings at under 7K. So, you know, pretty big pricing gap uh, on that site. Uh, you know, just, you know, it's going to be in there for 35 minutes, assuming it's not a blowout, and is going to put up some some pretty impressive numbers here. 32, 27, 26, 27. Not blowing your socks off here, no question about Phoenix, but uh, a guy that I like and... You know, at that price tag, I'm fine with. Rather have Whiteside on FanDuel. We saw Dwight Howard bounce back last game and play big against Philly. And I wasn't surprised by that one. But I don't know if this matchup versus Brooklyn fits nearly as well. Now, they're bad versus centers. There's no question about it. Um, and maybe he, uh, you know, he continues, you know, where he left off against Philadelphia. Uh, I liked him a little bit better, though, when he was 6,700. Now he's 83 on DraftKings. I was 74 on FanDuel, and I was 84. Uh, was 13.8 on Fantasy Drafts, is 15.2. So he got priced back up where he should be. So it's not making him a plug-and-play. If you need a mega punt today, JaVale McGee, uh, he won't kill you. I mean, gets, if he, as long as he gets those dunks, you'll be all right. Uh, 25 fantasy points last game at 3,600 on FanDuel. They ticked him up just a little bit. Uh, still 34 on DraftKings. Uh, it's whether or not you think he can get you into the 20s and how stars and scrubby you need to be tonight. Probably don't need to be that scrubby to put him in your lineup. But, uh, yeah, uh, I should probably not have mentioned him because uh, I tried to play Zizek yesterday in a couple of lineups, and, yeah, that blew up completely in my face. But uh, there you go. That's the uh, outlook for us here today uh, on this Thursday. I know quick little short podcast for you tomorrow. Mangone will have you covered to take on the big Friday slate. Appreciate you, Fantasy Draft for supporting us. Appreciate you for downloading, listening to what we've got, and hopefully you find this content helpful. I'll be back on XM tonight, 6 Eastern. If you're listening, looking for more from me, we'll have uh, Grinders Live, Crunch Time, all that good stuff for you. Premium subscribers as well going for you. The Court Report blog, great job by SBK on that. But uh, till then, good luck in your contest tonight. Talk to you tomorrow. Or actually, talk to you next week here on the podcast. Uh, Stan Bach saying good luck. See you, everybody. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.